time for the seventh inning stretch. And instead of singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game, we bring in our first guest here on the Friendly Confines. He's uh, formerly a longtime sports reporter for ESPN Radio, Sporting News Network, now works in public relations for the Gatorade account for Fleischman and Hilliard. I'm talking about Jason Belenke, who's also a fellow Southern Illinois University graduate, friend of the program. Jason, great to have you with us. Welcome to the Friendly Confines. Such an honor to be the first guest. Well, Years from now, this will go down in history as the first guest, and it's such an honor. I, 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 to- you're 100% right about that. I probably would agree with that. And uh, Years from now, children from all over the world will be uh, talking about this interview. So let's get started. We appreciate your time. We know you're a busy man. Uh, we've seen the Cubs perform uh, at, well, at times very well, at other times not so much. Um, what has been your overall assessment of what you have seen from the 2018 Chicago Cubs? I would say they are, in my mind, the best team in the National League, but they are also one of the more confusing teams because if you look at their lineup, it's amazing. The rotation has a couple of guys that you feel confident with, probably John Lester and and maybe maybe Quintana, but otherwise, they're a very confusing team, luckily the rest of the division hasn't taken off. The Cardinals haven't played up to standards. The Brewers are still a little bit back. But you know what? At the end of the day, when you look at this team, if they get the rotation together and if this bullpen figures out what they're doing, to me, they're still the best team in the National League. Not sure what you guys feel, but I have confidence watching this team on a day-to-day basis. All right. Now, Jason, I have to say, I begged Ryan. I said, if we're going to if we're gonna really do this upright and we're going to have a, a special seventh inning conductor guest, it's got to be Jason Belinke to start. So I'm stoked you're on as well. Let me ask you about the NL Central. Are, I mean, with, with the Brewers grabbing Moose, I mean, that is one heck of a pickup. Can the Cubs stand pat, do you think, with the offensive lineup they have? Let's talk about, not talk about pitching right now, but how concerned are you about the, the bats and, and the, the offensive lineup we have? I'm not really that concerned. Honestly, they, they've had this trouble since they got rid of Dexter Fowler is they haven't really figured out who's going to be the leadoff guy. And I thought that he was such a good guy. And we saw it in the World Series run that he jump-started this offense. But when you're getting Albert Amora, who's being much better than I think anyone thought he was going to be, you know, hitting over 300, Javi Baez is hitting the way he is. I think he has – we watch him play all the time. I know you guys both watch them in the World Series, and you just sit back and, and you never know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. And he's one of the most exciting players that we've had in a long time. And Chris Bryant's going to continue to be at that MVP level. I'm not that concerned with this offense because I think Joe Madden has a way of pushing the right buttons – I'm glad that they kind of retooled their their coaching staff a little bit to have some fresh voices in there because, you know, we've all played sports enough and you know that if you hear the same guy over and over and over, it's not going to work. So I'm not that concerned with this offense. I think it's going to get together. I think they're going to find some consistency with it. You've seen of late the last month or so, they've, they've put it together a stretch where they've had some 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 consistent games where you're seeing them score six, seven, eight, nine runs. As long as this rotation doesn't give up seven, eight, nine runs, I think they're going to win more games than they lose. Well, I guess that that brings up the point, Jay. Do you feel confident enough in this rotation down the stretch? Or do they have enough now to go into October and you feel comfortable with what they bring to the table uh, going into the postseason should they make it? I do, and I'm really I'm, – I'm fascinated by this – by what the recent pickup by Cole Hamels. So I will say just a little background. I've, 
I've gotten to know Cole a little bit just some, for some other work that we've done. He's always talked about that he thought he was going to come here when, the, when Philly traded him a couple of years ago. He's always wanted to play for the Cubs. And I love that. I love he, that. Like, he grew up in Southern California, I think, and came home every day and watched the Cubs on WGN. And he's always wanted to be a part of that. And you know when you're playing for a winning team how you get some extra excitement. This is a guy that's been, you know, several-time All-Star. He's pitched well in the World Series. He's been tough in the playoffs. We know how strong a lefty is to a rotation. And to me, if you're throwing him, if he gets close to to – where he was. And the key is with the Cubs is with Lester pitching the way he is. You don't need him to come in and be that ace. You, he, if he's your third starter, I feel, and you know what, if you get, if you get Cole Hamels close to what he has been and you know, a change of scenery when you're playing for a winning team, playing a team you've always wanted to play for at Wrigley field. If you've got him, you've got Lester, you've got Darvish. If Kyle Hendricks had figured out somewhat, somewhat what he was doing, and then if you get anything out of the other guys, if you get Quintana to be somewhat consistent and not a lot of pressure on them, yeah, then I do feel confident with this team. If you can find five guys, and if Montgomery is that other guy, I feel good. And honestly, getting Chatwood out of the rotation and letting him, I don't know what is going through upstairs, but if you could let him figure some things out, and then if he needs to make a spot start every now and then, or if he could be that middle guy, that long relief guy, you know, the Cubs have had success in the past with certain guys where they used to be starters, they became middle relievers. And, and at the end of the day, and we all know this, we're not paying those salaries. So I'm not worried about what he's making as long as he produces um, for that stretch. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. I mean, really, honestly, he just has to be better than Chatwood and that's not, that's a very low bar, but his stats coming in to the Cubs is about equal to Chatwood. I love the idea about the chain of scenery. Let's talk about the NL Central, though. I don't live and die too much with wins and losses. I, I do believe in the cumulative effect. It, it really is about where you stand at the end of the season. The goal right now is to win the division, period. You win the division, you don't have to fight through the wild card. What are your biggest concern points about the division? I'm not really that concerned with the division. I guess Milwaukee, because they just haven't put it all together. And you look at them with, with some of the additions they had in the offseason. And then with, you know, like you met, you mentioned the recent pickups. And just the fact that they always have that little brother syndrome of being like Wrigley North up there. And, you know, they want nothing better than to knock the Cubs off the top. I'm not that concerned with the division unless and, – and, and we've all grown up in the era where it doesn't matter what's going on, that the Cardinals are always the best team. And as long as the Cardinals stay a little bit dormant down there and they stay where they're at, I feel okay because I think the Cubs over the years have had success with Milwaukee. And I, I look at the Cubs right now as they have not played their best baseball and it will click the Cubs bats pick up. We, I mean, we all know that like for most of the country, it just started getting warm a couple weeks ago. So the Cubs bats heat up usually when the weather heats up here in Chicago. And the reality is this Brian's not healthy yet. Um, that Rizzo's not playing the way he, he is going to play. So I think the Cubs will I, – I feel confident. I, I look at the rest of, you know, especially the rest of the National League, I think it's literally the Cubs and the Dodgers that you have to watch out for. Um, maybe the Diamondbacks just because for some reason the Cubs have struggled with them over the last couple of years. But otherwise, you know, the Dodgers picking up Manny Machado. They're the Dodgers. They still have the best pitcher, if not in baseball, in the National League. So they worry me a little bit just for the National League. But as far as the division, guys – I'm not so worried about Milwaukee. I think they've got comp- – you know, I think they'll put this lineup together. But on- what you did 
shifting. I think their third baseman, second, you you weaken their defense, and you know we know that pitching and defense kind of wins down the stretch. So I, I feel okay. I, I don't. Right. I'm so confident, but I feel good. All right, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Ryan have the last question, but I want to ask you the second to last. One of the things I'm excited about talking to you, and I love connecting with you. I mean, you've been out on the sidelines, you you've been in the locker room, um, you've covered Chicago sports, and you know, let's let's not. I'm not here to talk about St. Louis so much, but like when you think about their locker room and 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 the issues that they've um, I, I hopefully pushed away, at least for those Cardinal fans out there, of getting away Matheny. What ha- is your take on the Joe Madden locker room? Why does it work so well through all the interchangeable parts? You know what the amazing thing is that before he even came here, I always heard just different players and different guys around baseball. You know, those baseball lifers just say that Joe Madden kind of runs just like a different clubhouse. It's just different. And there's always a different vibe in there. And I was there for the Pinella times and the Baylor times and, you know, and, and the entire where there was always something just a little bit, you just never felt like there was, it was cohesive. And we all know that the, to me, the biggest part about sports is you have to have talent, but there's talent all over the place. Washington's been one of the, has had one of the most talented teams for years. They could never get that chemistry right. And so I've always thought that Joe Madden runs a really clean clubhouse are his decisions always perfect? Are people always going to question him? Yes, because the reality is no manager is ever going to push the perfect button all the time. But look what Tito Francona has done in Cleveland, turning around that organization. And I think Joe Madden kind of has a similar feel. Guys enjoy playing from when you love coming to the ballpark every day and you love playing for your manager, you're going to go through that wall and you're going to give that little extra oomph that you need. And so I feel confident with what Joe's going to do. And you know what? Like I said, they're going to, he's going to push some buttons to figure out a way to get this together. You've got Joe Madden who runs a good clubhouse. You've got Wrigley. You've got the Cubs going to me playing much better the last, you know, third of the season. Jason, we got a few seconds here left. We're talking to Jason Belenke, longtime sports radio reporter in the Chicago area, ESPN radio, Chicago sporting news radio. Now working as a executive at Fleischman Hilliard public relations on the Gatorade account. All right. One word answer here, pal. The Chicago Cubs will win the World Series in 2018, yes or no? Yes. All right. Jason Balaki, thanks for joining us, buddy, here on the Friendly Confines. Thanks, guys. I'm honored to be the first guest. We're honored to have you. Take care. All right, bye. We're here in the eighth inning on the Friendly Confines. Chad Gordon, Ryan Lieber. Another great episode, and we thank Jason Belanke for his time and his insight to the Cubs. And love Jason, they- love Jason. I love his insight. We, I, he is, he's definitely has earned his spot in the bullpen. We're going to come back to him often. He's a friend of the show now. He's officially a friend of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Eighth inning now. Chris Bryant. We talked about him earlier here in the show. He has been hurt uh, the last couple of weeks. We saw initially when he was on the DL Chad, the Cubs offense didn't skip a beat. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it seems like they haven't been able to score the runs that we're used to seeing. So I ask you, is Bryant's injury starting to play a little bit more of a major role than what we first anticipated? What do you I'm think? I'm concerned. I'm really, really concerned. I, I mentioned this in jest last week now that drugs are illegal and all the players and the teams are you know really focusing on larger players you know, larger players don't have the durability that that uh, that uh, a younger or not younger, but a smaller player might have when you're six, five and six, six. This is this game is going to wear at you. You know, we saw it last year with uh, Addison Russell, and maybe that's what we're seeing this year with Addy as well. Um, but 
with Chris Bryant. I mean, he is definitely not himself. He's you could you could argue that he's not been himself since he got hit. You know that that was a big turning point. But he's about twenty points down off his his uh, his batting average. He's about thirty points down on an on base percentage. His slugging percentage has taken a huge hit. He is not the same player. And so there, there's some pros and cons here. One, if he remains not the the, the same player, then we're going to have a little bit above average third baseman, which is nice because that's what he is. But if he comes back at Chris Bryant level, look out because we've not had him at Chris Bryant MVP caliber, all-star caliber level. He did not deserve a spot in the all-star. He didn't get one this year. And I know he's going to battle back to get that spot next year, but I'm very concerned. How about you? I, I am concerned only because as well, we don't know the extent of what this quote unquote shoulder injury is. Yeah. We just know it's a shoulder injury, but what is it? Did he tear something in his shoulder? Is it just a sprain? Is it something that could potentially need surgery? Let's put it this way. It's bad enough to where he's had to go to the DL for the second time this year, which leads me to think, Chad, uh, that he is hoping rest will do something to potentially help him down the stretch. But it could also mean that he could need surgery and he could be shut down uh, potentially for the rest of the year. Or if he does come back, he's going to need surgery in the off season. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that this could be. And obviously we are not privy to what the injury to his shoulder is. So I am concerned because if this was just kind of a, you know, day to day, maybe he's got tendonitis or it's a sprain it leads me to think that there is something more than meets the eye with this injury. And that could very much zap his power because as we know, when you're swinging a bat, you're putting your full force of your arms into it and your shoulders are attached to your arm. So it has played a huge role this year. So even if Bryant comes back, we're, as, as you said, are we getting the same Chris Bryant at an MVP level that we've seen in the past? I think the answer is no. It's it's a concern, and 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 we need to understand: is he going to be a part of this lineup, or um, or are we going to go without him? So you know, this the ten day was retroactive. It's coming back up at the end of this week. So let's shift. We are now in the closer role. We're in the ninth inning. Let's bring this game home. What is your outlook? Let me set the stage for you. So we we just had a very disappointing weekend. I mean, when you lose a series to the Cardinals, it's never good, especially a fourth place team in the NL Central Cardinals. But we've got uh, um, a nice little schedule coming up, especially the end of the week. But we've got the resurgent Pirates for two games um, in Pittsburgh, and then we've got four against San Diego. What is your prospect for this coming week? Yeah, well, I mean, and listen, you hit it on the head last week. Pittsburgh's one of the hottest teams in baseball right yeah. now. They're coming yeah. off an 11-game winning streak. They lost, obviously, uh, to you know stop that streak. But still, they're playing well right now. And the good news is this. Lester is supposed to go in game one, and then we see the debut of Cole Hamels in game two. Uh, so, you know, you got your two horses going in Pittsburgh, and then, like you said, coming back against a very weak San Diego team. I'm going to the game on Friday. Very excited nice. about that. My first time at Wrigley in 2018, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Quinton is going to uh, pitch in that game. But, you know, again, then it's time they go over to Kansas City for three for some interleague play. Uh, these are games they got to win. I mean, especially yeah. against San Diego, you gotta not, you know, it's, it's one thing to, 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 there's two things that are at play here in, in baseball. And you know, this better than anybody, you gotta beat the teams in your division and you gotta beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. 
And the San Diego Padres are a team that they are supposed to beat right now. The Padres are obviously in a rebuilding mode. They're certainly a team that's, you know, not having a very solid year. They're trying to kind of find themselves and in, in build for 2019 and yeah. beyond. Um, so this is going to be an important series. I mean, they got a four game series against against the Padres and, you know, they've been playing well at home this year. The Cubs have. So this is going to be an important set for them because even though there you have a, you know, a, a lead in the NL Central, Milwaukee's not far behind there, Chad. You know that as well yeah. as I do. They're, 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 they're closing in. And so the Cubs have no, you know, room for error here uh, these, this next week. This is an important series, um, as any series is. But this one uh, is important if the Cubs are really going to stay claim in the NL Central. Here's my take, and you did nail it. I mean, the Padres are one of the worst teams in baseball. They are. They are the worst record, the worst record um, in the National League. They are trying to do what the Cubs did a few years ago, which was be really bad, acquire some draft picks, acquire some prospects, and build to the future, which I can I can appreciate because it brought us a World Series. So you, those are four games um, in Wrigley. I'm stoked you're going to be there for the first time in 18. Um, so we've got to do that. Here's what I'm looking for for the week ahead. What does the, what do the Brewers look like now with Moose in the lineup? They couldn't win today, or Sunday rather, and that's a good thing. Um, and then the other things is what do the Dodgers, what are they going to look like? Are they, are they now just a juggernaut with the addition of Machado. And then the other thing I'm looking at, to be very honest, are the Nationals done? Is Harper going to get moved? Are they just throwing in the towel? When you looked at the Nationals, wouldn't you have taken a lot of their lineup over our lineup two years ago and look at them now? I don't say that with any glee, but those are the things I'm looking at. And this was a fabulous show. Take us home, Ryan. It has been. And uh, again, I'm uh, proud to say that we have completed our second episode of the Friendly Confines. And uh, obviously, Chad, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I want to thank Jason Belenke for taking the time to join us here on the program on his insight. And again, enjoy your week, everybody. We're glad we could bring it to you. For Chad Gordon, I'm Ryan Lieber. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next time on the Friendly Confines. See you at the ballpark, everybody. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game. For I've seen other teams and it's never the same When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're a The first time you walk into Wrigley